0: What's going on, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered, episode number two hundred thirty on a special Friday. Spatial episode. Friday. Spatial. Spatial.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, it is Friday, October twenty third. We are ten days from the election. The time is ticking down. The next time we talk to you will be in the single digits, just one week away. Holy crap! Last night we had the presidential debate. Yeah, it was. Uh, I And Trump mopped the floor with Biden. Just absolutely yeah. demolished it was him. elder
1: abuse you know it's like that that scene of fight club and ed norton breaks uh jared Leto's face in the <laughs> yeah. fight It was kind of like that but uh yeah. oh my god and you know what he was aggressive and he let joe talk and uh it makes me you know i know we can't do you know monday morning quarterbacking here but one wonders what that first pick would have been like if he just let Joe have diarrhea of the mouth like he did last night it uh yeah, well, it
2: I
0: was not good it was I, I, joe I, was
1: off his game it was not good
0: i think both styles served their purpose though yeah. last night he was definitely more restrained more presidential yeah. you could tell i could just watch trump and i could read yeah. his mind he's like don't interrupt don't interrupt yeah. don't interrupt don't interrupt just
1: let him talk he has all he's the gonna facial trip over.
0: he's going to trip the facial expressions were yeah. great uh, but let's run down some of the key moments because there yeah. was quite a few last night. Biggest of them all was the fact that Joe Biden admitted that he would essentially close down the fossil fuel industry. And I think that this probably just cost him the election. Let's yeah. play that exchange.
2: Okay, I have one final would question. Would he close it down falls. the oil industry? It falls. Would you close it down falls. the oil the way, industry? I would transition from the oil industry, yes. Oh, I that's transition. a big statement. Thank it you. is a big statement. That's a big statement. Because I would stop. Why would you do that? Because... The oil industry pollutes significantly. Oh. Oh. I mean, I can't believe yeah. that he said that. Yeah.
1: I, well, I, I like how Trump was like, oh, that's, that's big, Joe. That's, that's, that's big. a big statement, that's yeah. Big. Oh, the <laughs> subsidies. Goodbye, oil industry. Are you hearing this, Texas, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania? I thought that yeah. was really good. Um, and I like how the Biden campaign is now like, no, 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 he meant just the subsidies. Yeah. Which yeah. we all know what that means.
0: And Joe Biden does yeah. the same thing with fracking. Yeah. He lies, he lies, he lies. Yeah. And then he says, oh, I never said that. But he did. He did, yeah. And we have the tapes. We have the tapes. We got the receipts. He's, and, he's We're going to frack him up the A with the, with oh the tapes. Oh, my God. <laughs> and yeah. Kamala Harris has also said that she wanted to ban fracking. Yeah. Uh, Anybody he, who says I'm
1: for the Green New Deal is against fracking.
0: Yeah. So, well, I The mean, funny part was right after the debate, the president went to Twitter and said, As you requested, Joe, here's the tape. Let's roll that. What
3: about, say, stopping fracking and stopping... Would there be any
2: place for fossil fuels, including coal and fracking, in a Biden administration? No, we would would work it out. We would make sure it's eliminated. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, we're going to end fossil fuel, and I am not going to cooperate with you, okay? (laughs) No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period ends. Number one. Three consecutive
0: American presidents have enjoyed stints of explosive economic growth due to a boom in oil and natural gas production. As president, would you be willing to sacrifice some of that growth, even knowing potentially that it could displace thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of blue-collar workers in the interest of transitioning to that greener economy? The answer is yes. The answer is yes. I mean, what is this guy thinking? I don't know. I don't know. I, but I think he thinks we're that dumb. Those those two statements alone is enough for him to
1: lose Pennsylvania. Well, for sure. That the Rust Belt, yeah. any state where there's heavy and heavy natural gas presence, or even an oil industry.
0: Not presence, to mention, they think they have presence. a chance in Texas,
1: which is just retarded. Well, they always keep saying,
0: that, yeah. Man.
1: But especially
0: now, yeah. Now that's yeah. not even close uh, to happening.
1: It, it's. I mean, they, they said that back like in 2014 with uh, Wendy Davis.
0: She's gonna win the governorship. Nah, okay. One of the biggest things he talked yeah. about last night also was health care, where he had yet another lie, which also happened to be 2013's lie of the year by President yeah. Obama, yeah. where he said that if you like your health care, you can keep your health care. Yeah. Joe claimed that not one person lost their insurance under Obamacare. But are you kidding
1: me? Yeah, I
2: know. Roll that clip. Not one single person with private insurance would lose their insurance under my plan, nor did they under Obamacare. They did not lose their insurance. Unless they chose, they wanted to go to something else.
0: I mean, are you kidding me? Yeah, I know. Not one yeah. person lost their
1: what? I mean, a lot of people lost their health insurance, Joe.
0: All I saw last night on Twitter after he said that was, "I lost my health I insurance. My my deductibles went through the roof. Of course. I had I had to I had
1: to go off of it. Not to mention, I love how he's like, it's not Obamacare, it's Biden Care." as if that makes a difference. It's the same exact thing. In fact, it's what Joe is proposing is what Obamacare initially started out with, with the public option. It was nuked because they didn't have the votes for it. And this is when the Democrats had a... Big majority in the House, and they had 60 votes in the Senate, I believe.
0: They had, yeah, they had the, the or at 60 least, vote threshold. Yeah, no, they
1: did. They did, because right? Because it was Bur- before Scott Brown. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Bur- yeah, that, that, I remember that. Remember, he mm-hmm. used to sign 41. Yeah. Scott Brown, 41, as if because he, you know, that, that was the, uh, yeah. that was it. So, yeah. So, they couldn't get it done with that. So, um, you know, they took the, they, they, they they took the public option out, and then they got it through through reconciliation. We all and then the, you know the rest is history. But point is, Joe's public option didn't have the votes, and the Democrats had a super majority in the Democratic, in the Senate. So that's all that says about the and that's after an, a, you know Obama trounced McCain in the 08 election.
0: So and Obamacare was passed without a single Republican yeah, vote. Yeah,
1: so it's like he, the fact he wants to bring that back I'm like it wasn't popular then, it's not popular now. You so. bring
0: up the Biden care thing he's saying that his new health care will be called biden care yeah
1: okay well
0: okay. and yeah, i mean well, yeah, yeah yeah okay okay i don't get the whole point of tying your name to it because it just makes people hate you yeah. more
1: but it's like rick and morty that, that just sounds slavery like but with extra steps exactly
0: exactly <laughs> yeah, everyone no, knows the same exact thing with everyone extra steps. knows that the public option <laughs> is socialism just with yeah. a few extra steps yeah. Also, enough about healthcare. It. I mean, the healthcare thing is never going to be resolved. That's just it is what it is. But it could be made a lot better. Obamacare fucked yeah. up the whole system. I mean, that's obvious. Yeah. But President Trump also called out the corruption of Hunter Biden and the, and the Biden crime syndicate, as I'm calling it yeah. now. Yeah. Biden Inc. Uh, Biden take, Inc. Let's take a listen to what he had to say about that.
2: But you were getting a lot of money from Russia. They were paying you a lot of money, and they probably still are. But now, with what came out today, it's even worse. All of the emails, the emails, the horrible emails of the kind of money that you were raking in, you and your family. And Joe, you were vice president when some of this was happening, and it should have never happened. And I think you owe an explanation to the American people. Why is it? Somebody just had a news conference a little while ago who was essentially supposed to work with you and your family, but what he said was damning. and. Regardless of me, I think you have to clean it up and talk to the American people. Maybe you can do it right now.
0: I thought he landed some significant blows, but he, you
1: know what was?
0: the the moderator, Kristen Welker, every time yeah. he was pinning Joe down on the whole foreign, yeah. you know, influence issue. Yeah. She stepped in, but
1: he he was still able to get through though. Oh, definitely. And those haymakers, and she was not as obnoxious as, as Chris Wallace. I will say a sidebar: Chris Wilker was not was actually a good debate. Oh, moderator. I think she did a good job she in was general. Good. She was good.
0: She still interrupted President Trump like forty one times versus five times on Biden. Yeah, but-, but
1: I mean, still, I mean, Trump was able to get to to land those haymakers, and you know what? He was aggressive, and it wasn't over the top. It was very subtle. Yeah, I like the whole. Well, you know, just, listen. We all can't. I can't go into a basement and hide for a year and a half and, you mm-hmm. know, make money like you do. I don't know how you're making your
2: money.
0: On, well, <laughs> on that subject, he did accuse Joe Biden of taking money from China and Ukraine. Yeah. Uh, take a listen to that.
2: I don't make money from China. You do. I don't make money from Ukraine. You do. I don't make money from Russia. You made $3.5 million, Joe. And your son gave you, they even have a statement that we have to give 10%. To the big man, you're the big man, I think. I don't know, maybe you're not, but you're the big man, I think. Your son said we have to give 10% to the big man. Joe, what's that all about? It's terrible. I don't make money from China, you do. Yeah. I don't make money from Ukraine, you, you do. do yeah.
0: I thought that was a great line of attack, yeah. and I think you're gonna you're gonna see he that. He says
1: that Hunter never made a dime off in China. Like, no, it's real, dumb. Really, yeah, it's dumb. Really, Joe? Like,
0: come on, son. Well, that's, they think that the people are dumb. That's yeah. the elitist attitude. Yeah. They think that people can't you know Google something for yeah. themselves. But I think that's going to be worked into the president's stump speeches there. That line, because that's a very effective attack yeah, line. Yeah, it is. And then we moved on to immigration, yeah. um, which you know the the Democrats always love to conflate illegal and legal immigration, saying it's basically the same thing. A big point of contention last night was the cages that these kids were in. Uh, let's take a listen to that.
2: Let me just tell you, Mr. President, they built cages. You know, they used to say, "I built the cages," and then they had a picture in a certain newspaper. And it was a picture of these horrible cages. And they said, look at these cages. President Trump built them. And then it was determined they were built in 2014. That was him. Do you they have a built plan cages. to reunite
0: the kids? Yes, we're working fans?
2: on it very, we're, we're trying very hard. But a lot of these kids come out without the parents. They come over through cartels and through coyotes and through gangs. But the cages were built by Obama? Yeah. Remember, I like that. Who built the cages, Joe? Yeah. Who built the cages? No and, answer. No answer. For uh, that.
1: I, I, you know, I, the thing that was really funny to me, and uh, Julio actually pointed this out on Twitter, is the amount of liberal journos out there. They didn't know what a coyote was, and it's just like this has been a thing regarding human trafficking and illegal immigration for like the past like three decades. You fucking idiots. Well, the
0: morons thought he was talking about literal coyotes, like the yeah. animals. Yeah. Like what? And these people vote, and they they think that they have the preeminent opinions on immigration. If you don't know what that is, then you need to just shut the fuck up.
1: Yeah, it's unbelievable. I mean, I would say beaten within an inch of your life, and then, you know, that's, that's how I would also add that.
0: The, but, the whole thing is just a, a cluster with immigration. Yeah. Like, they they always conflate illegal and legal immigration. That's what always gets me. Yeah. it's not the same. Yeah, it's but not that's but that's not on purpose though. Of course, we know that. of course, it's a whitewash.
1: Yeah, y'all know that's a whitewash. They they want to basically have all these people become you know the pathway to citizenship, legalize them all, amnesty up the ass, and then the Democrats think that they can have a. Uh, you know, permanent political majority well, through this way.
0: That's what that's uh, what one thing he said last night which I was like, "Whoa, that's pretty dramatic." Yeah. He said basically amnesty for all illegal immigrants yeah. that are here right now. Yeah. That's 25 million people. Yeah. You're you're telling me the majority of the american public does
1: not like illegal immigrants including <laughs> legal immigrants who are doing it the right way yeah and not having you know basically get like this uh blanket pardon by the government particularly
0: so. hispanic voters yeah. which is why they're supporting president trump yeah at margins which we haven't seen at least since w yeah. in 2004 yeah. perhaps even higher than w, w, Ooh, w he w- had 40
1: about forty four percent,
0: yeah. It, it was forty. It I was looked 40? it up last I it was night. 40. Yeah. No, no, they revised it down afterwards. What? It was but, forty. Hey, listen,
1: forty percent is still is still winning. Yeah, just saying. He's I gonna mean, come. I think Trump. Trump's
0: gonna come close to that or above it, and yeah. that's why Nevada is actually in play. I think. Yeah, now. we're gonna talk about that a little later. All right. But coronavirus. Okay, everyone's over the fucking pandemic. Yeah. You know Yeah. the, the double standards, People the whole are thing, done. the hypocrisy the the whole the Fauci done yeah. people are done with it right? I can
1: tell you I mean I think we I think I, we said this before I can tell you for a fact people are gonna go and see their loved ones on Thanksgiving yeah I mean well, you so, see that he's like I mean people need to bite the bullet and not do Thanksgiving like dude
0: yeah fucking like, you're done I don't want to talk about him because yeah. I could do a whole episode on him you probably should but later. the well we will once Trump fires him after yeah. he gets reelected <laughs> um, but Trump had a particularly poignant line. And he's been saying it since the beginning, so this isn't something new, that the cure cannot be worse than the disease, right? The cure can't be worse than the problem itself, which is leading to, you know, these lockdowns are leading to mass drug and alcohol abuse, domestic abuse, suicides, the whole deal, right? Let's take a listen to what he had to say.
2: I want to open the schools. Uh, The transmittal rate to the teachers is uh, very small, but I want to open the schools. We have to open our country. We're not going to have a country. You can't do this. We can't keep this country closed. This is a massive country with a massive economy. People are losing their jobs. They're committing suicide. There's depression, alcohol, drugs at a level that nobody's ever seen before. There's abuse, tremendous abuse. We have to open our country. You know, I've said it often. The cure cannot be worse than the problem itself. It's true. Yeah,
0: it's 100% true.
1: And Joe said he would shut down the country again. Oh, yeah. If oh, yeah. the scientists told them, which we all know the scientists want to do that because they just want to kill the economy. Well, Trump brought up a good point. He's like all these
0: states, you know, Michigan, North Carolina, blah, 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 are still locked down, yet they're having spikes in cases. Yeah. So what's the benefit of a lockdown besides destroying yeah. the economy? You MIT, know, You can't just
1: yeah. – M- can't hide. Yeah, and, and there are two studies, MIT and Berkeley. Liberal, progressive Berkeley said that the lockdowns have actually done more harm than good.
0: Yep. In probably what was the highlight of the night, I thought that this was a great line and will really resonate with, you know, real Americans out there, perhaps the undecided voters that, you know, really aren't 100 percent Trumpites, right? they're maybe Trump curious is what I call them. But if you're if you're Trump curious at this point, I still think you could be gotten. Let's take a listen to when President Trump told Joe Biden and the American people why he ran for president
2: in the first place. We should fundamentally change the system, and that's what I'm going to do. But why didn't he do it four years ago? Why didn't you do that four years ago, even less than that? Why didn't you? I do am When you not... were Vice President, you keep talking about all these things you're going to do and you're going to do this, but you were there just a short time ago, and you guys did nothing. We did. You know, Joe, I, I ran because of you. I ran because of Barack Obama, because you did a poor job. If I thought you did a good job, I would have never run. I would have never run. I ran because of you. I'm looking at you now, you're a politician. I ran because of you.
0: I mean, that's all you have to say. I ran because of you. He's like, if you would have done a better job, I wouldn't be standing here today. And that's 100% the truth, honestly. Yeah. That's really, you know, everyone says, oh, well, Trump's the problem in politics. No, 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 no. Obama was the problem in politics. Yeah. Trump was just the effect of the cause that was Obama. And then they talk about divisiveness. Yeah. Obama was the original divider-in-chief.
1: I don't know why he was talking so badly about Obama, that whole debate.
0: <laughs> Who, Biden? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Biden, Biden, Biden threw all the damn icons under, under the bus. Yeah, everybody
1: was under the bus but FDR, yeah. Obama,
0: everybody yeah. was responsible for everything besides him. And that's yeah. the thing. You're there for 47 years, Joe. Yeah. What have you done? What have you done? That's true. You know, and I, I thought
1: that I thought that was a really good—actually, that was a really good line. Yeah. He like like, talks about the minimum wage, talks about criminal justice reform. Joe, but Joe, you're saying—you what? were there. You were there for eight years. You were there for more than that in the Senate. Like, where oh, were you? Yeah. You know, I mean, just agreed. Joe, all fine. talk, no—and then that's when all talk, no action came out. I'm just yeah. like, yes, finally, finally he uses that. Yeah. I mean, he should have used that when to, to mock him for the, you know, calling a lid— before 10 a.m. for the past four weeks. Uh, you know, all talk, no action. But, you know, better late than never. Well, first off, Joe Biden looked horrible last night. He, he was, uh, I think if we went another 15 minutes. Yeah. I, I, I'm i not kidding, folks. I think another 15 minutes. He was gassed after like an hour. Yeah. I mean, he basically, he clawed his way that well, last he half looked
0: hour. He looked really old. He looked exhausted. He was bumbling over yeah. his words. And he didn't look like a guy who was taking four he, days of rest and yeah. preparation for the yeah, debate.
1: You know, working class. You know, straight talk. You know, remember Joe's a straight yeah. talker, right? But remember mm-hmm. how many times we heard that? Well, he like prevaricated, he evaded, he he gave platitudes. It was just. And
0: that's what actually all nothing. the all the undecided voters groups yeah. said that he Joe Biden had right. no specifics. Yeah. He was spewing political bullshit. Yeah. He was evasive. He looked old. That's not a good, yeah. you know, summary, right? No. The, and then on the conference, they said the president, you know, looked presidential. He was restrained. Substance. He was – yeah, substance. substance. exactly. You know, Look what I've yeah. done.
1: And you would think that there would be the opposite given someone who's been there for like four decades, or mm-hmm. four decades. You know, you would think that he would have a little more substance, Joe Biden I'm talking about, you know, a little more, you know, of a polished presidential feel. Well yeah. the thing he's is he's been there forever and he looks like an old tired old man. You can't answer a question I and mean, especially on the hunter stuff. If which you brought look, more attention to that by the way.
0: Of course. Yeah. yeah. If you look back to 2012, he did have that back in 2012. Yeah. Now yeah. he doesn't because he's senile.
1: Yeah. Someone yeah. someone
0: it, tweeted last night. The only thing progressive about Joe Biden yeah. is his dementia. His
1: dementia, yeah. His senility. You know, it, it is I mean I'm talking I'm it's unfortunate for Joe, if I'm Joe Biden, that every single time I ran for president, there was always somebody better <laughs> running in the field, whether it be you know, Obama. Sometimes it's just not your time, you know? You're just not destined to be president,
0: maybe. Well, you know, know, I think if I he, he would have run in 2016, I think he might have had a much better chance. Yeah, Honestly, but, he, he he did, but he dilly-dallied. Yeah, well, he you deferred know? to Hillary, which I think was a, you know why he deferred to Hillary? Because he wanted all that fucking Chinese money. Yeah. You wanted to be out of office, yeah, so you'd be like, "Oh, listen, gravy that, train." Yeah,
1: around that time, you know, they were they were trying to get that that deal done with that Chinese firm, which uh, went belly up in seventeen. But oh
0: yeah, the whole uh, thing know. is totally corrupt. I, mean, I love when Trump says, "I've done more in forty seven months than you did in forty seven years." That's I true. think that's a really good one. Yeah. Uh, but in President Trump's concluding remarks last night, I think he had a strong closing. Let's take a listen to that. Yeah.
2: Success is going to bring us together. We are on the road to success, but I'm cutting taxes and he wants to raise everybody's taxes and he wants to put new regulations on everything. He will kill it. If he gets in, you will have a depression, the likes of which you've never seen. Your 401ks will go to hell and it'll be a very, very sad day for this country.
0: Success is going to bring us together and that's the truth. Yeah. That's a hundred percent the truth, yeah. you know. That's the thing that they don't get about Trump. They say, Oh, all he does is divide us, blah, blah, blah. No. But well, it's the media. They the divides. media. Yes, exactly. The is, yeah. It's the liberal media, yeah. it's the elite establishment, yeah. you know. They're fighting back
1: against Trump because he's of the people. They're not after the remember, they're not after me. They're after you. Yep. You, the voter. So uh, yeah, I thought that was I thought that was a really good t- I, I, honestly from start to finish. Well, I shouldn't say that. It, it was a little. I would say the co- the the COVID segment's always going to be a draw just because of how things are. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, you can't avoid the fact that. I mean, I'm mean, i not saying it's Trump's. It's not Trump's fault. And I think where Biden overreached, his first overreach was blaming Trump for all the deaths. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was ridiculous. But you know, I I, I still think. Um, well, Trump, I thought, had his most coherent yeah.
0: uh, messaging on yeah. coronavirus last yeah. night because
1: he was kind of all over the place in the first debate.
0: It he was. He said, you know, time, it wasn't, it was. you know, wasn't my fault. I didn't bring this yeah. virus. In, it wasn't your fault, and it wasn't Joe's fault. Yeah, it was China's fault. Exactly. I agree. That was
1: a good. Yeah, I mean, that's what kind of turned it around. Then we Then, then he was able to really move on. He and, said and we. Impress
0: him. We but, did everything we can. Yeah. You know, we did everything we could. We're doing everything we can. Yeah. And Operation Warp Speed is coming on. Yeah. Warp Speed is something they need to hit on more because that's in the end what's going to save us, right? Yeah. And yesterday, yeah. Remdesivir got final approval. Good. So it's no longer just an emergency use All right, authorization. Alright, now should take
1: it. All right. So what great. I
0: really want to see is Regeneron. Honestly, I want some of that Regeneron. Yeah. Just for the hell it of it.
1: Yeah, I want to try it out too. Trump has more
0: energy than I've ever that's seen great. in my life. That guy that's is great. moving. And before the debate even happened last night, we had uh, Tony Bobolinsky, a former so- business associate of Hunter Biden, who also worked with Joe Biden, he held a press conference. Uh, let's run through what he said and then we'll talk about what he said. First, he talked about Joe Biden's big lie. Take a
3: listen to that. I'm making the statement to set the record straight about the involvement of the Biden family, Vice President Biden, his brother, Jim Biden, and his son, Hunter Biden. In dealings with the Chinese. I've heard Joe Biden say that he's never discussed business with Hunter. That is false. I have first hand knowledge about this because I directly dealt with the Biden family, including Joe Biden.
0: He also brought the receipts, he brought three phones with him spanning the years of twenty fifteen to twenty eighteen to hand over to the FBI, which would be new evidence. He also went into something that uh, basically he was threatened, essentially.
3: Let's take a listen to that. I was told this past Sunday by somebody who was also involved in this matter that if I went public this information, it'd be, it would bury all of us, man, the Bidens included. I have no wish to bury anyone. I've never been political. The few contributions I've have made have been to Democrats. But what I am is a patriot and a veteran. To protect my family name and my business reputation, I need to ensure that the true facts are out there.
0: After that, he also confirmed that Joe Biden is in fact the big guy.
3: On May 13, 2017, I received an email concerning allocation of equity, which says 10% held by H for the big guy. In that email, there's no question that H stands for Hunter. Big guy for his father, Joe Biden, and Jim for Jim Biden. In fact, Hunter often referred to his father as the big guy or my chairman. On numerous occasions, it was made clear to me that Joe Biden's involvement was not to be mentioned in writing, but only face to face. In fact, I was advised by Gillian and Walker that Hunter and Jim Biden were paranoid about keeping Joe Biden's involvement secret.
0: Then he said something interesting brought up Senator Ron Johnson. Let's take a listen to that.
3: Tomorrow, I will be meeting with the Senate committee members concerning this matter, and I will be providing to the FBI the devices which contain the evidence corroborating what I have said. So I will not be taking any questions at this time. You the that will you will be I will not be taking questions well, at this we're time. Going to ask them. anyway?
0: We're can you tell us a little
1: bit more about the evidence that you're giving to the
3: FBI? The evidence sits on these three phones. I don't want to go into anything any further. Uh this will all be discussed with uh Senator Johnson and his committee and the American people can decide well, what's fact. Who we'll paid for you to be we'll here? Who we'll we'll paid for your same. expenses of being here. Here. here? Thank you. Thank you. Mr. President. Mr. President. Mr. President.
0: So just today, hey now, hey while, basically while we're recording this, yeah. he is up on the hill, uh, and he uh, is meeting today with the FBI, Senator Ron Johnson, Trump Grassley. He's
1: turned over the three devices in which these deals were involved, and uh, so he's and flipped all, and all business records actually everything relating to this China deal. Yep has been turned over to the FBI. Whether Chris now Chris Ray is probably gonna bury all this evidence because that's what he does. Yeah. But, but, yeah. but I mean allegedly. Allegedly.
0: Well, I mean, you know, I don't know about allegedly. No, no, they sat no, on yeah. this laptop it's for how
1: long? Months. You and know? they sat on they sat on the DOJ memo about Michael Flynn Yep. For that was actually years. Yep. So um there's all problems over there. But yeah. the point is people are flipping, they're coming forward. And what did our friend uh, Kimberly Strass over uh, at the well, Wall Street she, Journal? What did she, she have to say? She threaded it all together. She took all the bits and pieces, all the characters, the dates, and then she constructed the timeline, which corroborates everything that we've known about this deal. That Joe, like you said, Joe is the chairman. Mm-hmm. Um, that they tried uh, that, that this the that the beginning of this deal. In which Joe was supposed to get ten percent equity sh- uh, stake mm-hmm. began when he was a, a vice president when he was still in office. It was a long tortured process. Eventually, it fell through. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, it was there. I mean, the, the Biden clan was using Daddy Biden's uh, you know the office of the vice presidency for pool and to lay down foundations for deals with companies uh, to with shady companies actually with ties to rival governments. So. You know, the, the Biden doctrine uh-huh. is, you know, get paid first and then deal with the rest later. Oh, yeah. You know? Well, you know— My family—I should say, get paid—you know, my family gets paid first and then do whatever the fuck, but— uh,
0: Well, yeah, in some of these angry texts, he makes clear yeah. that his contribution to the business venture is yeah. his name. It's his name, yeah. He says that, uh, you know, they're coming to be partners with the Bidens. Yeah. I
1: and- mean— We have another, you know, again, and and Joe was involved in this and, you know, the whole lie about, I never knew about what Hunter was doing. Well, that's a lie. He was, you know, basically the backup QB to a lot of this and signed off on a lot of stuff that that Hunter brought to his father. So,
0: yeah. The the thing is, you know, the the former vice president is running on trust and judgment and integrity and ethics, right? Yeah, I'm
1: squeaky clean. I'm your working class hero from Scranton. You know me, good old Joe Biden. They're, it's unbelievable. Dirty yeah, I, Joe. It's I dirty love,
0: Joe. I Corrupt Joe. Yeah. yeah, I loved that last night when Trump was like, you know, don't try to act all innocent over here. Yeah, you yeah. Know, nobody's – You're
1: an innocent baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that <laughs> that was, was a good cruel. line.
0: Uh, so we'll see what happens there. It's going to certainly be interesting as this story plays out over the next uh, 10 days until the election. But I think that the Biden campaign is in – Bad shape over this. It's, yeah. It's uh, not, because it's good. as I was reading last night, this is the time where the low interest voter pays attention.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Last night with the debate, huge, right? Now when they pay attention and they may not, you know, pay attention to the news all the time, but they're certainly now in the week before the election going to be. And these people are undecided. They could be gotten. Yeah. And last night in these undecided focus groups that were done, massive shift toward Trump. Yeah. They say, you know, we may not like everything about Trump, but but if we're, if we're put with a, you know, gun to our head choice between the two, we're going to pick Trump. Yeah. And they even said, you know, Biden seems like a nicer guy, but do we really need a nice guy to be president? They like Trump's policies. So that's, that's really going to be interesting. You know, if undecideds break huge towards Trump here, this really could be a major red wave.
1: Yeah.
0: There are signs out there that that could be happening. There was also some other major breaking news this morning, and, and this is seismic. Absolutely yeah. seismic what's going on here. This morning, President Trump was at the White House and announced that there is a peace deal, you know, Sudan is signing into the peace deal that was previously agreed to, the Abraham Accords. Okay? So now that's three Arab countries to only do so in basically a matter of weeks when since it's been what, 40 to 50 years since we've had a major peace deal in the yeah. Middle East. Now reports this morning, President Trump is saying that at least five additional uh, Arab countries want to join in a peace deal with Israel to sign on to these Abraham Accords. Oh, wow. Is Saudi Arabia one of them? And Saudi Arabia is one of them. Uh, He says there will be a big signing event at the White House. Of course, Democrats and the left-wing media hacks are saying this is a distraction, uh, that these deals aren't going to really achieve peace. Uh, Chris Hayes says it's hilarious that in the end, uh, you know, a bunch of cynical peace deals. These people are insane. No, They're broken. Trump is yeah. broken. Yeah, I no, I
1: love it though.
0: In what world is Middle East peace a bad a bad thing?
1: Yeah.
0: Well, for those that want endless war, it's yeah. a bad thing. But I think the real win here is that you have a kid from North Jersey in Jared Kushner, and a New York businessman. And Donald Trump, both of whom have zero foreign policy experience, than all these bureaucrats and diplomats that have been around forever, come in here in a matter of just a few years, form a potentially world-changing peace agreement in the Middle East. It's peace in the Middle East. Yep.
1: Which means I'm going to Oman after oh, the yeah, No, whatever. You're fucking
0: crazy, man. <laughs> you're nuts. I would, I would still not uh, – the only country I would still go over there and visit is Israel, Israel. Yeah, it's Israel. Which I still wouldn't do because I don't know well, the threat of rockets all the also, time. Also,
1: I mean, uh, uh, you, you got to quarantine for two weeks when you go there.
0: Yeah. yeah so yeah. it's
1: kind of like you have, you, if you're going to go there for vacation, you got to go there for like a month.
0: Yeah. I mean, I would <laughs> – I I would obviously do it after coronavirus. I'm not traveling anywhere international when coronavirus is still a thing. Oh,
1: I'll travel on an airplane but with a moon suit. Yeah, well. Did, did you see the, the as, people with the,
0: the As the my friend on? brought up. You you don't want to be in another country's healthcare system and get that shit. Oh yeah. You'd much rather yeah. be here, you yeah. know, like if you're going to have to get it. Except Italy has here. great healthcare. I'm yeah, just, that I'm, worked out well for
1: them. But there are bo- there are bodies flowing out of the fucking hospitals over there. You know, peace in the Middle
0: East is something that it really can change the world. Yeah, it can't be understated how like you can't. You, I mean, I guess you can't overstate how big this is. That and of course that's why they didn't want to talk about foreign policy last yeah. night because he's been winning. Yeah, the Trump doctrine, the Trump foreign policy. Yeah, it's popular. Not only is it popular, yeah. it's the most successful foreign policy that we've had since Reagan. Yeah. Undoubtedly. I mean, Clinton, total disaster, right? Yeah. Bush, you can argue, you know, that he had to do certain things because of 9-11. A, it was a
1: good but, first at bat for a new war. But
0: the whole spreading of democracy things, over Reagan. Yeah, that's not good. You we, know?
1: we should have stayed in Afghanistan. Instead, we got distracted with Iraq and that yeah. became a big fucking disaster. And then we didn't really have a plan to rebuild the country really had a solid plan to rebuild the country. It was it was a disaster. I mean like it, I'm it, all... it's it's a liberal documentary but no end in sight is actually a very good documentary about the the planning and how there was like no there yeah. was no
0: planning at all. I'm all for promoting American ideals but I'm not going to throw troops on
1: the ground to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And if those people want to have democracy it's going to be on their own time and their own their own accord. The Obama know? foreign policy couldn't have been worse. Hillary Clinton
0: huge yeah. part of that. I mean you could go through the whole list of yeah, failures there. Was, we could take all day. It was bad. But
1: this, I mean, this is a, that, this is something that was one. That's the Obama foreign policy was basically like one long freezing cold take. Mm-hmm. You know, like <laughs> it really is. Look something. at Yemen. Yemen is a blueprint for counter counterterrorism operations, and then Yemen like collapses. Yeah, you know, the yeah. president is forced to flee. There's a civil war. We got I mean, Iran the, the Arab funding Spring. The, rebels. the Arab We're, Spring. Oh, the Arab Spring was terrible. Libya. Yeah. Egypt. Yeah.
0: I mean, the whole thing yeah. was just. Disastrous, and yeah. all it did was embolden and empower Iran to be a regional power, yep. which we're now going to have to confront. Yep. But if we can get these well Arab countries to yeah. align with us against them, it's good. I mean, that's it. We're kind of bo- yeah. this is kind
1: of like we're boxing them in, you know, yes. like how we boxed in, you know, uh, Russia and
0: yeah, yep. Peace, sort you know, of. there's nothing wrong with peace. I'll reiterate yeah. that. That yeah, that's really I I think Trump over the next week or so needs to send the message. Yeah. What's wrong with peace? Because last night they were hitting him, Oh, well, you know, you pow around with Kim Jong un and Putin and this yeah, and that. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. What's wrong with peace? Yeah. You know, uh-huh. I used to be a neocon a neocon hawk. Yeah. Same
1: here. Now, because I thought it I thought in the beginning it was a worthwhile venture. Right, you know, right. like I, I thought that it was sound. I mean, maybe it was. I mean, but it's just, it's just too much. It's, now just, it's, it's just too expensive. Ameri- We're tired of war. We're tired. I'm tired of it. Right, tired.
0: America first. Let's spend that trillion dollars, you know, on building peace through strength with yeah. our military, of yeah. course, but on our country, yeah. right, and build stuff here. The,
1: the whole thing. I mean, the whole thing is. I, I actually think we should also turn tend to our nuclear arsenal. For sure, I want more sure. nukes. Yeah. I Wait, want three. like I want Cold War era like twenty thousand. It needs
0: to be updated.
1: It's more. It's I'm just not. That's it's 20, not so 000. much I'm about, not twenty
0: thousand, but more the the the, the systems. It's involved. not the quantity. It's the, it's the new yeah. technology, yeah. right? Yeah. We need Burfs. to be building new ones, retiring yeah. and deprecating old systems. Yeah. Like the launch systems are somewhat outdated. Yeah. Like you know, I'm not uh, to say that it's bad. Like it's still the best in the world, yeah. but. We need to be
1: always yeah, on the cutting edge, exactly. Because look at what the Chinese are doing. Yeah,
0: you know, that's- uh, and
1: also missile defense. Yes, missile yeah. defense. We got to keep funding that because I think that I know people. It's it's going to eventually work, and then we need to start weaponizing space. I hate to say yes. it. Yeah, we got to weaponize space. We got to put missiles on satellite and secret satellites. Something because the Chinese are going to do it. Well, you know how Shit. How, they, they probably have done. We don't they, even have, know that. Yeah. they have, they right? have. The Russians we, have we done, also it, right? Have. We also we have. have. Okay, so we got to keep weaponizing the space. We got to get space force through the roof. We got to get space marines going. But Everything. how forward-looking
0: was that, right? Oh yeah. Space force wasn't even something that Trump ran on. Yeah. But he came into office, saw the intelligence, and said, "Shit, yeah. they're rushing to space."
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> no pun intended. It's the yeah. Russians and the Chinese. Yeah. We need to get there and get there quick yeah so what did he do space enlisted force. the help of elon musk yep spacex we've had unprecedented success in launches yeah. reusing launch vehicles you know the whole deal space force. it's unbelievable yeah and space really is the next frontier yeah and in the second term if he brings space force you know space force is real now it's to fruition yeah it's formed it's there. they have people it's in an there. Official branch yeah it's an official branch there's a but ha- you know it has its chief bring it to power yeah
1: that, moon base. That, yeah. Moon base. Yeah. We got to get that moon well, base
0: going. I, I In a Trump second term, I think by the second or third year, we will go to the moon again. Yeah, we have That's to. That's for
1: sure. We got We to got, – we got. To, um, we got to, we cover this whole ground. We got to – And we do
0: need a moon base. It's actually, ironically, like yeah. the TV show. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, with yeah, Steve no. Carell. Yeah, no, yeah. We, you know, we need a moon base. I, I thought that show was hilarious. Some people yeah. didn't like it, but I thought it was good. Although
1: it's like – what's that movie called? Oh, The Time Machine? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't be uh, using nukes to um, create like livable resident colonies there because that's how the, or that's how that's how the Earth is destroyed. They, yeah, they nuke the part of the Moon, it breaks apart, and it screws up all the tides and everything, and that's how humanity. gets everything destroyed. Everything gets destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we got a
0: uh, big week coming up next week. Just a little preview here. Amy Coney Barrett will be confirmed on Monday. All right. That's going to be a great day for America. The president says that he's going to hold, starting next week at some point, five rallies a day leading up to the election. He's going all out, leaving nothing on the field. And he truly is taking the
1: same mantra as last time just to outwork the other candidates. He must be – but that's what he did to Hillary Clinton. Oh, it's good. Yeah, I'm the same. But five rallies a day, he must have uh, – Air Force One better have that Diet Coke uh, yeah. stash fully stocked to well, keep he him
0: He thinks like I think, you know, my mentality with the election here is I could sleep after the election. His mentality is the same thing. Yeah. It's that put it all out there. Yeah. Do what you need to do, yeah. and I can rest after the election. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, the fact that he's his age and has this level of energy is unbelievable. It's great. Uh, Joe Biden is well, sleepy. He, he Can't do it. Sleepy he Joe. Can't do it. He really looked like Sleepy Joe last night.
1: Joe can probably do like three fourths to a rally.
0: Yeah. Yep. Uh,
1: so, he can't. He can't get done.
0: Uh, really. I just wanted to do real quickly here a state of the race review. I yeah. know our fans love when we talk about this stuff a little bit in the weeds. What's your view overall of the battleground states and where we are currently? Um, uh, I think that last night. Solidified our status in those battleground states, especially, especially Pennsylvania yeah. and the Rust Belt. But where do you think we are?
1: I think um, I'm not going to say it's in the bag, mm-hmm. but I've, I the trends, especially in the Rust Belt, are going our way. Mm-hmm. Minnesota and Nevada are trending our way, from what I've seen. Uh, the alternate polls that I've been reading, yeah, Poll yeah. Watch Twenty Twenty is a good is a good account to follow on Twitter. Um, they have Minnesota and Nevada in the toss up column. Yeah. Pennsylvania's in the toss up column. So the rust everything is swinging towards Trump. So, uh, yeah, so I it, I think I think he's confident about I mean this this guy who runs this account. He's confident that that, that we're going to win Arizona. That the core 3 is yeah. is is in our is solidly going to be solidly in our camp and then we just need to win either um well, you know, Michigan, Pennsylvania.
0: Was well, so they, they a talk about history. Georgia as some toss so. up. I think they're on crack. He doesn't even talk about okay. Georgia. Yeah. So, yeah, you <laughs> mentioned the core three, which is the most important thing, yeah. right? Florida, North Carolina, Arizona. Yeah. If we win the core three, all that needs to be done is to add Michigan, which yeah. things are looking good there right yeah. now.
1: But right? I would say even Pennsylvania looks good. Right, right.
0: Pennsylvania, I think, is still a toss up, but yeah. tilt. Tilt, yeah. just very so slightly to us, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Nevada is in play. I don't know what's going to happen there, but it's certainly more in play well, than it was said last time.
1: Well, that the rank and file in the unions in Las Vegas are breaking with the leadership.
0: That's correct. Right? Is that and a yeah. with massive increases in Hispanic support. Yeah. That's what could really bring them across the line yeah. there. I still think that's icing on the cake, right? If you get the core three, all you really need to do is add one of the Rust Belt states— right so which i think is michigan you know is the is the best looking right now i think wisconsin is tilting our way i think pennsylvania is now tilting our way minnesota i would put in pure toss up with nevada minnesota and nevada which would be adds on top of what he previously had before yeah minnesota the, the early vote turnout in the Republican suburbs of Minneapolis have been much higher than that's anticipated.
1: Good. That's good. You have
0: the iron range that's trending it's red, right? Yep. You have multiple Democrat mayors there coming out and endorsing Trump. Uh, so I think things looking are looking pretty positive there. I,
1: I saw, I mean, I'm not going to, now I'm not using this in a pejorative term, but I saw a hot take that Trump's going to carry that state by 165,000 votes. That's a hot take. Something I don't know about that. I, I, or or something along those lines. I yeah. saw he was gonna he was gonna win it. I think Trump can win it. Uh, will it be about Will it be by hundred sixty five k? I don't know. Well, so maybe last more time, so like forty five to fifty. Last time he lost
0: it by forty thousand votes. Okay. okay, we'll say
1: maybe. Okay, so winning it by fifty thousand doesn't sound. I out think of, that's out of a control. little crazy. I think if he if wins it, it's gonna range be flips like that.
0: I still think if he wins it, it's gonna be razor thin. Razor thin.
1: But I mean, look at that. That's all. That's that that's that that's us,
0: right? Right. That's I mean, us now. yeah. It, it could flip by I I think forty to fifty thousand, yeah. maybe sixty thousand. But you're right. But, I mean that that's still slim.
1: I mean, given what he has to. But
0: make the thing up. is, you know that that's the funny part, right? We're now talking about potential icing on cakes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know the only thing that truly matters. Yeah. Is two seventy. Yes. And if you get two seventy, that's the that's ball us. game. And the thing about Minnesota, there's a Senate seat there. If Trump wins in Minnesota, it's very possible that he would pull that with him, which would negate any losses that we have. We'd end up with potentially even a plus one in the overall Senate races. I think the Senate races look positive for us right now. Uh, That's what I wanted to move on to next is, is the Senate map here. So...
1: Georgia. Okay, real clear's map is not is not insane. Oh, okay. This hold on. is, sorry, this is not filled. This oh, it's is not, not, filled. Oh, it's not filled. Let me let me put up the Senate
0: no toss-ups and then you'll say it's insane.
1: Okay, that's uh yeah,
0: crazy. Dem plus four, not happening. Yeah, not happening. They have Ernst so, losing in Iowa. That's crackhead status. Okay? Tell us, tell
1: us gonna win North Carolina.
0: Exactly. is us to win North Carolina. I'm sorry,
1: folks. I think Susan Collins shall it will not be by the 60 plus vote percent of the vote margin that she usually enjoys throughout her career but she'll barely pull it she'll probably get 50 she'll probably win by 53
2: 54%.
0: Mm-hmm. Colorado Colorado I think is a loss no matter what but that's yeah. fine cuz that's being negated by Doug Jones yeah. or uh, Doug Jones losing in Alabama.
1: Yeah. McSally is a toss up. I I'm going to say it. I don't know about McSally. It's a pure toss up. I think it could go either way. There's what? a lot of bad stuff coming out about Mark Kelly.
0: That's true. A lot however, of bad stuff. However, I could see a split happening there. But if Trump carries Arizona by as much as he did last time, I think she comes with us. Yeah.
1: So now that will be. <clears throat> you want to talk about? You know, you, we talked about razor-thin and Minnesota, folks. If McSally wins that seat, it will be like yeah. in the thousands. Probably of folks. recount. Yeah, probably recount territory, but. I'm talking razor, razor thin. So, In fact, that's like that's been indicative of her entire career. When she won for con- her congressional seat, it was it razor. I think it was mm-hmm. less than a thousand votes. We mentioned so.
0: Minnesota, but another uh, Rust Belt state that has a Senate election this year is Michigan. And if Trump wins Michigan, I think he will bring along with him John James, who arguably I think could actually get more votes than the president. Yeah. And John
1: James, I think, has a very good shot at winning that election. For the first time in, like, forever, we actually have a a decent, decent Republican Senate candidate up there. Mm -hmm. If he can't—now, I'll be doom and gloom here. If he can't win, we should just give up on (laughs) (laughs) Michigan. Honestly, I mean, if if a Republican candidate like John James can't win up there, then, like, it's— Barring a massive sex scandal of the incumbent Democrat, yeah. like Gary Peters, like snorting crack off the tits of like a twelve-year-old Chinese whore. Oh my god! Then you know it, we're never gonna win that state. But Gary Peters is just horrible. He is. But he's nobody ho- knows who he is, and he's and, and we said this in twenty fourteen. He's horrible. No one knows who he is. It, people, forty percent of Michigan voters didn't even know that he was the fucking senator at the time, and he yeah. still won. Uh, no, not but saying keep that in the mind, campaign that we had was not not the
0: best. Keep but, in mind, twenty fourteen was before the realignment. True. Before the Trump sure. realignment. That so it's was a very also, Michigan... a re- that was also a red wave year, though. Yeah, but Michigan politics now is very different, than six, very well, different than six years ago. It has flipped. Very different has changed. You know, that's the whole realignment of politics in this yeah. country that's still ongoing. Yeah. And uh, we're actually going to have our friend Harrison on on, nice. on Tuesday. Nice. Yes. Okay, good. Uh, he's from Erie, Pennsylvania. And he's going to come on to talk with us you know he's we've him and i have talked about this for a long time he's been living this realignment in pennsylvania oh yeah the ancestral democrat areas that are flipping republican and it's you know it's not just confined to pennsylvania selina zito wrote the book about this the which great i highly revolt. you know highly recommend the great yeah, revolt yeah, yeah there it's it's a, an undercurrent in our politics which the liberal elite media still refuses to understand well, I mean, they didn't even know what coyotes were. Right, exactly. Living in I mean, exactly. that's all you need to know, so. Uh, real quickly on yeah. the house here. So I get told that I'm crazy for thinking that we have a chance to retake the house. Yeah. Let me tell you why I think we have a chance to retake the house. Okay. You look at this map here, right? These ratings are based on what I would consider skewed polls. Okay? For example... In the lean-dem category, they have Pennsylvania 17, which many of you may remember as the special election that occurred last year where Connor Lamb beat the worst GOP candidate that we could have possibly ever put forward. Okay? Yeah. They have Pennsylvania 17 as lean-dem. That's Trump country. Okay? Yeah. So you're telling me that these Trump voters are going to split their vote to a Democrat representative who backs Nancy Pelosi over Sean Parnell— who is an American hero and yeah. a great candidate and running a great campaign, I don't buy it. Okay? So if you look at this here.
1: That that that, that district is weird though, man.
0: Yeah, I don't buy you know, it. I just say, don't buy it. Yeah. Don't buy it one bit. You know I mean I hope you're right. And, they have they have uh, the scranton area seat in the toss up. I think the GOP, it's you know, it's gonna be hard to take it, but I think if Trump runs the twenty sixteen map the way he did, and I think perhaps he may win even bigger. We will, I think, take yeah. the House. Yeah. These toss-up seats, you know, it's yeah. not far-fetched no. that the GOP takes the toss-up seats. If we're really talking about a potential, you know, I don't want to say red wave, but a red surge, Yeah. which is, is looking very possible, I think they have a chance. I really do. And people say I'm crazy. You know, they say, oh, the Dems have a 99% chance of not only holding the House but gaining seats. I don't think so. Yeah. This is a presidential year. Yeah. It's not 2018. Yeah. the electorate is not 2018
1: yeah. and those and those uh, Trump supporters who voted for Democrats in 18 are going to be voting Republican straight down the ticket. So
0: Well, especially after what they've seen to the president yeah. they've done to the president yeah. the sham impeachment yeah. that oh by the way Trump was a hundred percent right about yeah. uh, asking Ukraine about this corruption the the failure and and just rejection of the idea that we should pass stimulus to help Americans that are hurting right now because they want to bail out their friends in democrat poorly run states yeah i mean that resonates it really does and you know people people may say there's no chance but i i think there's a chance at the very least at the very least the gop will cut down the senate majority or the not the at the very least the gop will cut down their House majority. Yeah. Which makes it more feasible that, you know, we could maybe get some moderate Dems to come along and vote for
1: us, you know? Well, moderate Dems right now want a COVID relief bill, so if we get, you know... Yeah,
0: but I could tell you that my dream scenario here, which I think is actually really my prediction, honestly, at this point, Trump will win with more electoral votes than he did last time, or at least the same at 304, potentially more. We will keep the Senate at our current margin, perhaps perhaps plus one. Plus one yep. to fifty four. But no less than fifty two. Okay. And in the House, I think we will retire Nancy Pelosi from the speakership oh, wow. for good. Look at that. Wouldn't that just be the ultimate That's
1: the dream scenario for sure.
0: And I you know, I don't think it's that far out of the realm yeah. of possibility. Of course, you know, you'll say, Yeah, you're just smoking the Hunter Biden crack. Possible. Yeah. Possible. Yeah. But the, what I've seen here with these skewed polls that are leading to these flawed rankings, yeah. the ratings, you know, everyone's yeah. like, oh, political report. That's just a liberal circle jerk that they got going on there. <laughs> the it's their tubing. The it yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. I do not yeah. buy these ratings. These race ratings are done by these failed pollsters. And Frank Luntz said it himself yesterday. Yeah. Oh, if f- we get it wrong this time, we're done. the industry's over. We're done. And, and they're, I think they're getting it wrong. They're still
1: using registered voter polls. Um, I will say, I think Trump will get at least will get over three hundred electoral votes. Mm-hmm. Now, here's me being taking off my MAGA hat for a second. We see strong performances with Trump with Hispanics. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to get double digit support with Black voters. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about seniors though. I'm not. Sixty five and older's. I'm not. Because in Florida, and, and I'm not saying I believe it or not, but I see the surge in Trump performances with, with Hispanics being offset by a decrease in support with those who are 65 and older. Now, could change. The old folk are finicky. But that's going to be one thing to look for. I don't buy in it. In some states. Let me tell you why. In some okay. states. Okay. There are a lot of people out there yeah. that will not— I'm just tossing it out. not saying I believe it, folks. I'm just tossing it out there just to be— Oh yeah, yeah, be, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm just tossing. I'm just tossing that talk because I think that is one talking point from the other side that is not insane. Yeah, so,
0: I don't and that buy might it. Be it. Actually, I don't buy because it because, the, because you yeah, know why? It's
1: crap that they say.
0: The, demor- the 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 even the seniors who lean blue. Yeah, do not want these radicals to be in power.
1: Yeah, well, I also think that they they see the riots. Yes, you know they see the riots. They're status
0: quo that. voters, yeah. right? Yeah. So. Not you know what's pol- going re- to be? Do the
1: pollsters asking about the riots? I don't know. Probably not. So you know yeah.
0: where we'll be able to tell pretty quickly. Mm. The villages. Yes. When we start getting early vote data out of the villages. Yeah, well, we'll know. If it's up. Yeah, we'll know. Then it's done. We'll know. Yeah. And I don't buy the whole Trump's losing the seniors thing because yeah, they may not like you know his his bombastity yeah, yeah, or whatever. True. And that but,
1: story did kind of die out after like about a week. Right. Right. You know. So, but. Now, if – again, these now, polls – if that's true, we're in deep shit if it's
0: true, though. These <laughs> polls oversampling Democrats, yeah. right? And the college education. So they're oversampling the scene, yeah. the yeah. Democrat seniors. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I think they're, and, and over, there's
1: – And oversampling – I think more damaging, though, is the oversampling of the hostile Republicans in the suburbs. Exactly. You know? when, and also, when you avoid Trump-Democrat zip codes, like how – like – I just don't... But these seniors... We are really flying blind here on polls. These
0: really, seniors are from people. a bygone time yeah. where you don't ask who you're voting for. It's It's a private thing. Yeah. I think of anyone, they're more likely the crew that would not respond to pollsters yeah. Yeah. or perhaps blind. mislead them. Yeah.
1: I'll tell you what. I mean, I'm not a senior. If if and I've never been polled. But if they were to call me and say, you know, who are you going to vote for? This is all anonymous. I, I probably would, would decline. Yeah. W- wouldn't you? Yeah. Sorry. I don't want them knowing where I live and, 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 and outing this information and stuff like that. If you're that.
0: looking at a average of the battleground polls, and you yeah. know, to take this with a grain of salt, the yeah. polls, I think, are skewed yeah, in a very bad direction. We have some, some of these samples,
1: man. But of, oh, these,
0: of these skewed polls, yeah. Trump is at his highest number in the entire race. Okay. Okay? So what, what's it right now? What's 45.5. To. Oh. To Biden 49.3. Oh. But here's the thing. You look at the margins, right? All these polls are either at or worse off for the Democrats than they were in 2016. That's the real indicator to me. So, and these battleground polls are being skewed by some major Democrat outliers like the CNN poll, New York Times poll, yeah, all those. Yeah. So the at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you look at the the polls with some integrity, such as Trafalgar, and Trump's winning every single one of these battleground states. Yeah. So that's it, I think I. I really think we're in a good position. We're going to talk a lot more about it next week. Of course, always stay tuned to townhall.com and the rest of the Townhall media, Death Star, as I'm starting to call it, of Red State, PJ Media, Twitchy, Hot Air, and Bearing Arms for the latest up-to-the-minute 2020 election coverage. If you'd like to reach out to email us, triggered at townhall.com. Always feel free to email us. We love hearing from all of our listeners. Most importantly... Get your family, your friends, your coworkers, your neighbors, and get out there and vote, vote, vote. We will see you on Tuesday for another episode of Triggered. We hope you have a great weekend. See you then.